Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the special live radio show with Drs. Joseph Nemeth and Amarka Tranji. Both are board-certified periodontists with over 25 years' experience in state-of-the-art oral health. They'll be talking to us about the serious connection between gum disease and most of the major diseases of our time. The doctors will be talking to us directly about where their research has led them with respect to avoiding these silent killers. He's joining us in this rare opportunity, so please call in and talk to the doctors directly. You won't want to miss what they both have to say. And if you have a question for the doctors, we're inviting you to call in at 800-859-0957. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome to this special live radio show where you can call in with your questions and talk to the doctors directly. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight talking with Dr. Joseph Nemeth and his partner, Dr. Amar Katranji, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. Both doctors are here with us discussing their state-of-the-art clinic, the latest treatments in periodontic care, and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases. If you have a question for the doctors on the matters we're discussing tonight, please call us at 800-859-0957. Dr. Nemeth, Dr. Katranji, welcome to the show. And we have your patient and guest, Olivia Roselli, who had the Lanap procedure done. So, Dr. Nemeth, tell us, this young person here who inadvertently discovered that she was having bleeding gums and couldn't understand it because she's in her early 20s, went to you, and let's take it from there. What happened? Well, you were there, Anne-Marie. I was you there. Saw. I didn't see I didn't see the procedure. I was there for the part, first part. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see the procedure, but I think it would have been interesting for you to see the procedure. Um, but uh, the, you were there for the diagnosis. Yeah. Uh, we took a sample. And there, it was, there were a great many pathogens, a great many parasites, amoebas, spinning rods, spirochetes. There was a lot. And that's why, Olivia, that's why your gums were bleeding, because right. you were, your gums were infected. The problem is the infection doesn't hurt. And this is what I tell patients. I said, you know, I show them the slide. I show them the slide with these organisms. And they can't really believe it. I said, well, here's the problem. These organisms get under your gum. You can't feel them. It doesn't hurt. But once they get under your gum, they multiply. It's a perfect breeding ground for them. If it hurt, it would be great. Because if you have a cavity, it hurts. You go to the dentist, you get it filled. Right. If you have gum disease, these, these, these parasites and bacteria... They're very clever. They don't cause any pain. They just multiply, give off uh, endotoxins, infectious materials that destroy the bone. And by the time you realize something is wrong, the teeth are very often loose and you've lost a lot of bone, primarily because it is a, it's, a, it's painless and very little symptoms. One of the symptoms generally is bleeding, but that isn't even always the case. Uh, but I thought the procedure went very well. We used the laser to destroy these organisms, and then we cleaned out these pockets where they lodge. We cleaned them out very, very thoroughly so that the gum will have a chance to reattach to the tooth, and these pockets will close so that Olivia will be able to keep them clean 
And as I tell patients, listen, I, we can do half the work here, Dr. Katranji and I. We can do half the work. We can stop the infection. We can get you in good shape, as good as you're going to be, considering the bone loss you've had. But if you don't do what you need to do, you will get the disease back. It will come back, without a doubt. But we spend a lot of time teaching patients how to take care of their mouths, and we go over it and over it and over it, and then we have them back to make sure they know how they're doing it. And, and, and if they do it well, then the results are almost always excellent. So, Dr. Nemeth, one of the things I know about Olivia here is that she was shocked to find out that she had any bone degeneration whatsoever. And what would have happened if she hadn't found you, hadn't had the procedure done? I mean, she actually would have lost teeth, right? Eventually. Almost certainly in her case, it did start young, and almost certainly in her case, she would have lost teeth. But perhaps more importantly, it was going to it would affect her health. Her health at this young age to be that infected and have all of these organisms pouring into her bloodstream at this age, this young tender age, this beautiful girl would start suffering from health problems very likely prematurely. And that includes Alzheimer's disease. One yes. theory, and it's a very viable theory, is that the bacteria from back, the bacteria from gum disease initiates initiate the process of Alzheimer's disease. So sometimes it's really important. The sooner you catch it, the better. So she would have lost teeth, almost certainly, because she got it so young. But maybe more importantly. It would have taken very possibly years off her life, five, six, maybe even seven years off of her life if it had remained, remained untreated. And you've certainly been a pioneer on this pre-diagnostic work that you're doing and the research that you're doing. And I'm telling you, I mean, I saw the photographs of the pathogens that were in her mouth, and I was like, it was, it's very dramatic to see this. You can't believe it. And you're looking at a girl that's in her early 20s and saying, how did this happen? And She's now been given a chance to avoid lots of major diseases. You've always talked about how Alzheimer's, heart disease, so many diseases start with the pathogens in the mouth that once they get under the gums, you're just in trouble, especially with Alzheimer's, for which there is no cure. And the facts of heart disease speak for themselves with 700,000 people dying last year, according to the CDC of a heart attack. So I think it was very fortunate, Olivia, very fortunate yeah. that you made the move and that you went into see Dr. Nemeth and you had it done and you're doing well. No, I am very thankful for that. Honestly. You know, and in addition to that, I just want to mention briefly, in addition to using the laser now, uh, there's another, there's another substance and Dr. Katranji really discovered this. It's called Hibonex. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about that. I'm going to come back on the other side of the break because we've only got a few seconds left and we'll talk to Dr. Katranji. In the meantime, we are going to have to go to break. You are listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show. Both doctors are with us tonight talking about the seriousness of undetected gum disease and how the treatment of gum disease can prevent many catastrophic systemic diseases. If you have a question, you can call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to call the doctor and talk to them directly. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. Future stars. 
Welcome back to the Dr. <laughs> Joseph Nemeth and Dr. Mark Trangi live radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin. And we are here tonight talking with the doctors, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. They're with us discussing the latest treatments in periodontic care and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases, from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. If you have a question for the doctors, please call us at 800-859-0957. Siobhan, I'm going to come back to you. You had a question on Facebook Live for Olivia. Uh, we do, and we also have a caller on the line, so perhaps we should take the caller on the line. Um, You're the boss. Tell us. Say, yep, they, they were holding on over the break. So, <laughs> Naveed in Maryland, what is your question? I cannot hear her. Uh, thank, you, thank you so much. Do we... for, uh, yes, thank you so much for accepting my call, and thanks for Dr. Joseph Namath for the great videos and awareness on gum diseases. Unfortunately, I have a, a gum disease. I believe it's called pleodontitis. Uh, and I uh, am experiencing bone loss. I learned about the LENAP uh, procedure in one of the uh, Dr. Joseph Nemeth's videos. So my question is, uh, if we do the LENAP uh, procedure, for how long would it keep uh, the gums uh, free from uh, diseases and bacteria? Does it have to be done period periodically or uh, does it have to be done only once? Thank you. Well. First of all, it depends on what your condition is. I'll let Dr. Katranji handle this one because we can't really tell you, depending on the severity of your condition and depending on the severity of your condition and your home care will have a lot to do with the result we get. Amar, why don't you yeah, so just as, Time a, as, a, as a quick response, when you do the, the LANAP procedure, you're eliminating all the pathogens. So part of your question was, you know, how long does, you know, does the bacteria disappear? Well, it disappears immediately. But, of course, you go home, you eat, you know, you, you introduce new bacteria into your mouth. And it's important to maintain those results, as Dr. Nemeth was saying, with really good compliant home care and then professional care every three months. Um, and then the longevity of the teeth, obviously, there's a lot to, you know, to unpack there. It could be. Um, the rest of your life, if you're doing a very good job and everything is, is, is being maintained, and in some cases, we, we do need to replace teeth. So it really comes down to what situation you're, you're coming to us with. Yeah, without really seeing you, it's really difficult to evaluate how successful the LANAP procedure would be and how long we could anticipate it lasting depending on your home care. I mean, my feeling is if the teeth are in not too bad, and you do really good home care, I would hope they would last the rest of your life. Uh, but your home care is really important, and the condition that we see you in is really important. And sometimes so much bone is destroyed without your knowing it that sometimes, actually, I hate to say it, it's better to strate strategically extract one or two teeth in order to minimize damage and bone loss to adjacent teeth. So there's, there's so many things to consider. You should see your, your, your dentist, see your general dentist, and, and then he can refer you to a periodontist if that's necessary. Um, but I think the first stop, step is to see a professional, see it, your, your dentist, or, or you can see a periodontist, and then go from there. Dr. Neva, one quick question. Are all periodontists doing this LANAP procedure? That's another thing that the patients need to, to know. 
is that procedure, that laser procedure that you talk about a lot, available with every periodontist? Well, I think more and more periodontists are doing it. I don't think all of them are doing it, but hopefully more and more will be doing it. You know, and and uh, you know, it's it, I, I think it's very helpful. And then there are other things besides just the lineup. As I was saying before, Doctor Katranji came across something called Hibinex, which now we're using in conjunction with the laser procedure. I'll let Dr. Katranji tell you just a little bit about that. Yeah, so, I mean, we have obviously the laser to, to utilize to, to eliminate bacteria, to, to refresh those pockets. Um, and one of the big problems with periodontal disease or any infection is edema. And that edema is where the body is increasing the amount of fluids that are and caught up in And edema is tissue. swelling, just for those listeners that yeah, don't know so what it is. Yeah, it's just basically yes. fluids in tissue. And the mm-hmm. fluids are coming from all sorts of directions. It could mm-hmm. be coming from, you know, outside the body, but usually it's coming from within the body, and the body's just fighting off an infection. So this chemical, what's nice about it is it's, it's called a desiccant, meaning that it just absorbs and takes out all of that fluid and cleans out that fluid from within the tissue. So, you know, in combination with other treatment, this does a very good job of reducing those those pockets, clearing out the bacteria, um, and allowing us to to help treat patients. Well, before we lose any more time, Siobhan, you have another caller? Yeah, we have Fred in Cleveland on the line now. Fred, what's your question? Hi. Um, I seem to have general gum recession, but it's very mild, and one or two bottom front teeth have like noticeable uh, gum recession. My dentist says it's not something to be overly concerned with, and uh, I was just wondering, you know, what I could do to stop that from progressing. Well, he may be right. If it's just a little bit of gum recession, it may not be anything to be concerned about. The important thing is to keep an eye on it because gum recession tends to progress if it's if it's not treated, and it may not progress. But if it, it starts to progress, then that's not time to take some action because when the gum recedes, any bone that's underneath it recedes recedes also. And Dr. Katranji and I both do something called the uh, uh, pinhole uh, surgical procedure to build up that gum tissue, thicken it, bring it back over the roots, and help to prevent further recession and maybe more importantly, the bone loss that goes along with it. Because if one keeps losing bone and keeps losing bone, keeps losing bone, then you have to see uh, someone like Dr. Katranji, who does like the best implants that I ever know about anywhere. So if you're, if you do happen to lose some teeth, Dr. Katranji does a beautiful job in replacing it. Dr. Nemeth is your number one fan. (laughs) So before we lose any more time here, let's come back to Olivia's story. So, Olivia, how was the procedure itself when you actually, you had all the pre-diagnostic where you saw all the bacteria and then you went a week later or two weeks later, you got wheeled in. How was that experience? Any pain? Any discomfort? I didn't feel any pain, honestly. I was pretty much knocked out. I barely (laughs) even remember the surgery, so I'd say it's good. It was fine. It was simple, easy. And then when you got out, you went home, and your what's your follow up at home for the what 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 changed in your life after? You weren't in a lot of pain, so no. but you had to like not eat whole food. What were you told? Well, yeah, to do? I had to. I can't drink out of a straw. I can't chew. Everything has to be pureed. I mean, it's kind. It kind of sucks, but it's well worth it for the <laughs> end result. 
Yeah. And well, I, Olivia, let me let me ask you a question. What was it like when you saw the amount of bacteria and parasites on, on, that were living in your mouth? What what did that feel like to see that as a young person? Oh, they all know. I was crying. I literally started crying. It's scary seeing all that growing in your mouth. And it's very yeah. dramatic, Siobhan. You can't imagine how dramatic it is because the TV screen is so big and you're like three or four feet away from it. And all of a sudden you see everything, amoebas, spirochetes all kinds of pathogens and it's dense. And I mean, I think when you see that, it's like the first thing you feel, that's the, that's the kind of sensationalism of getting you to act. It's like, okay, I can't live with this. But it's also overwhelming because there's like, that's only a little part of the plaque that's in your mouth. And like all of it, it's, there's so much bacteria on one side. It's insane. At least for me, there was. Yeah, see, that's pretty, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And the other good thing is, since she is a pre-dental student going to planning and going on to dental school, she's now getting this experience firsthand <laughs> of, of what yes. it's all like. I mean, we're taking the benefit of the latest in technology. I mean, what more can you ask for? And you two doctors are on top of the certainly the latest procedures and the latest technology. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think these types of experiences really open people's eyes to the importance of oral health. Um, and, you know, anybody's susceptible to it. A big part of this is genetics. Um, so some people may have issues, and it's something that they were more or less born with. Um, but with the technology that we have today, we can treat just about anything. Okay, let's talk some more about that on the other side of the break. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show. We're talking about the importance of diagnosing and treating gum disease and how it can prevent some of the major diseases of our time. If you have a question, you can call the doctors directly. They're here at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctors directly. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the special edition of the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin. And we're here tonight talking to the doctors, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. They're with us tonight discussing the latest treatments in periodontic care and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases, from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. If you have a question for the doctors on the topics we're discussing tonight, please call us at 800-859-0957. We're following up with the Olivia story. And Olivia, what is your next step? What's your next? What, what do you have to do next? I honestly don't. I mean, I do know I have to go next week, Tuesday, to make sure that everything is in, everything is good. But I don't, she, yeah, she doesn't know what the next step yeah, is. Yeah, I really don't. I, I know what the next know, step is. No, but she knows what she's told to do. So now, Dr. Nemeth, you tell us, what are you going to do with Olivia next? Well, next step will be for her to resume her home care she can resume her normal diet and the critical thing in the next step will be to teach her how to take care of her mouth so that she doesn't get the disease back again and that is a very critical part and we go over that over and over and over again we'll and we'll have her back several times to make sure she knows what we're doing and we're getting the result that we want and there's not a drop of blood ever coming from her mouth, no matter how hard she flosses or how hard she brushes, then we know she's going to be in good shape. So I just think we're going to get a great result. 
We do Dr. Nemeth, let me ask you a question. Uh, for someone uh, Olivia's age, what do you think was likely the source of the disease in her mouth? Was it something hygiene-related, diet? I mean, is it possible to narrow down where she might have gotten all of these parasites into her mouth? It's very difficult to narrow it down. These parasites are all over, but it's primarily her not knowing how to have taken care, not knowing how to take care of her mouth. Probably hygiene wasn't quite what it should be. And once these bacteria and these parasites, which are all over, they can be in food, you can get them from pets, you can get them from kissing, they're in the air. You can't avoid them, but you want to avoid letting them get under the gum, and that's where hygiene gets started. That's where the importance of hygiene is. We and do, it, go, we, I'm sorry, just yes. a quick question. Could it be genetically inherited that some people have more, uh, more of a body of pathogens in their mouth at a very Absolutely. early age? Yeah, genetics is, you mm -hmm. know, as Dr. Katranji uh, mentioned, genetics is 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 important in almost every aspect of life, mm -hmm. including periodontal disease. Some people have a built-in sort of immunity to it, and they can have these organisms in their mouth and not have periodontal disease. But it doesn't mean that the organisms aren't getting into their bloodstream and causing a problem, even though it's not causing bone loss. So periodontal disease, uh, you know, has has varying degrees of severity depending on genetics, hygiene, and a number of factors. But if your gums bleed, even if you don't have bone loss, that something should be done because that means there are, typically there's bacteria and parasites that should be eliminated. Now let me come over to you, Dr. Katranji, quick question that's going through my mind. I mean, Olivia obviously did have some bone loss that was starting, and had she ignored it, let's just assume that Years go by, she didn't know about it, she didn't get it treated, she didn't see a periodontist. If, uh, you know, God forbid, she had to lose, she was really worried about the fact, am I going to lose these teeth? I mean, even after she came in for the first appointment, she was saying, I'm really concerned. Am I right, Olivia? No, yeah. That you were very concerned. Should she have lost front teeth? Tell us a little bit about the procedure you do to replace them so that they're not walking around with an empty hole in their mouth. Yeah, so the first thing is, is if you have disease, you lose the teeth. You still have to treat the disease first. So regardless if you've lost a tooth, there's still probably disease that needs to be treated. So that's first, disease control. Then what we're going to do is we're going to build back the bone. If the bone is lost, we don't have a foundation to place anything or to support the teeth. And so what we do is we create bone so that we can later place an implant. And what a dental implant is, it's, it's just a replacement of the root of the tooth. It allows us to then build off of that and put a tooth on there that then you can smile with, chew with, and feel a little bit more complete again with. And so how long does that procedure take? So we can do it, in some cases it's pretty quickly within, you know, it could be the same procedure the same day. And oh. in some people it can take a year, year and a half, and sometimes even longer. So it just depends on the severity of the situation. And Dr. Katranji sometimes can put an implant in the same day that a tooth has to come out. Unfortunately, I had a cyst around the tooth and eventually lost that tooth. Dr. Katranji removed it, put an implant in the same day, and I've never had a problem with it. Now, it does take a few months for the bone to attach to the implant, and then the tooth is put on it. But we do have a couple of questions here. Oh, I see. Okay, what are the questions? In. Uh, I'll address the first one, and then I'll leave the second one up to Dr. Katranji. Um, what does this say? 
Whatever, I can't read it. But anyway, I can read the question. Mm -hmm. The question is, do you accept out-of-state patients? Well, absolutely, we accept out-of-state patients. And in fact, we get a huge number of out-of-state patients for our bad breath treatment. In fact, most of the patients that we see for bad breath actually are from out-of-state. But of course, we accept out-of-state patients. Uh, anybody that we can help, we're there to help. And sometimes we can, we can do the procedure, they go back, and then they come back for a checkup, all kinds of ways to handle it. But here's the, uh, I'm going to pass this one over to Dr. Katranji, and I'll let him handle this one. So this is a question from Tracy. It says, what do dental implants cost? Um, that's a good question. Um, there's a lot of different types of implant situations. I would say it could cost anywhere from a couple grand to a lot more. Some people have no bone, and we have to go to their zygomatic arch, uh, an area of the, the bone that's basically underneath the eye that we have to go to and engage, and those are different than, you know, implants that if somebody has plenty of bone and is kind of a straightforward case. So usually two to 4,000 is kind of a, a, a smaller number that you might see, and then it can go from there. Well, I mean, I, I think that it's crucially important, the, you know, the work that you're doing and that you can offer like immediate implantation for people that don't want to walk around with missing teeth, especially in the front. Yeah, we do that all the time. I mean, we have, you know, lawyers, people who are in the public constantly yeah. giving, you know, if you're if you're always look, if you're always out in front of the uh, out in front of people, you're giving these talks, you want to feel comfortable when you're smiling, when you're talking, when you're eating. And in many cases, we're able to remove a tooth and place an implant the same day. And in many of those cases, we can actually place a crown, meaning we can put a temporary that's attached to the implant. So you don't have a temporary that's coming in and out of your mouth all the time. So you come in and you, you leave almost identical. I, I do want to interrupt because this is really important. Dr. Katranji is an expert in something called, well, the term is all on four where somebody has to lose all of their teeth. For whatever reason, the teeth, there's all the bone is gone, the, the teeth are loose, all kinds of problems with the teeth. Those teeth can be all removed at one time and implants put in the same day, the same day, and patients walk out with a full set of beautiful teeth that they can function with, that they can chew with, and that then after a few months after the tissue is healed, that is then replaced by another set of permanent teeth that stays in your mouth permanently. And I just think it's a boon to anybody who, in, for whatever reason, can't save their teeth or has lost all of their teeth. They get teeth. They do not walk out of there. They walk, out, they walk in with a denture or bad teeth. They walk out with implants and a beautiful set of teeth that they can function with. It's just a boon for people in that situation. And Dr. Katranji does a lot of these kinds of cases. And they're just, they're, they're beautiful to behold. And the patients are universally really thrilled with it. And I'd like to add, I mean, a lot of these cases are being done and sometimes they might not be done properly. Yes. We also do a lot of Revision. revisions, yeah. and, and there are situations where people have had this done and we're just fixing. Let's talk some more about that on the other side of the break. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show. 
We're talking about the treatment of gum disease and how it can prevent many catastrophic diseases. If you have a question, you can reach the doctors directly by calling 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctors directly. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show on News Talk 760. WJR. Welcome back to the last segment of the special live edition of the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we're here tonight talking with the doctors, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. They're with us discussing the latest treatments in periodontic care and tooth replacement. This is our final segment, so if you have a question for the doctors on the topics we're discussing, please give us a call at 800 859 0957. So we're back on the show, Siobhan, and you have callers. Yeah, so up first we have Courtney in Detroit. Courtney, what's your question? Uh, my question is um, if you have a cracked tooth, I have one in particular, it's right after my upper canine, I think it's called, um, and my gum is growing over it. My actual gum is like grew through where the tooth fell out. What would you do about that? I think you'd see Dr. Katrans. It sounds like you need an implant. Yeah, so the problem is is you're probably trapping bacteria underneath that flap of tissue, um, which can harbor really bad bacteria and pathogens that can impact your adjacent teeth. The teeth next to that can be impacted. So it is something that you may want to have somebody take a look at. All right, okay. we have an, another caller. Yep, up next we have Roy in Dearborn. Roy, what's your question? Yes, um, I just wanted to uh, let you know I had a... Um, I had my tooth uh, on implant. Uh, the reason why is I had this terrible pain uh, next to my nose and lip. It's okay. There's two eye teeth, the one next to it. So anyway, uh, he said I needed to uh, go to my doctor to get a blood test. He wanted to check my, cause I, I was a diabetic and I wasn't type two. I didn't have to take insulin. So anyway, I found out that I, my diabetes was had gone up and I had to take insulin and all that. So anyway, when he pulled the tooth, he said that all this infection just shot out like a pop bottle. I mean, it just like, he couldn't believe how much came out. And he thought that I was going to lose a tooth on each side of it. And I, oh no. So I had to take, you know, I went drastic changes in my diet and everything made sure I took my insulin. And when I came back six weeks later, he said that it actually healed. And what he did, it was growing over. Um, is it like a cement that they put in the bone or something? The bone, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, I didn't realize that my diabetes was a big part of my mouth. <laughs> it was like, you know, um, is that something that you come across with your patients when it comes to diabetic, the, your, your teeth, that it attacks I, your teeth? Absolutely. I, I mentioned this uh, probably on almost every radio broadcast. Uh, the, 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 there's, a, there's a negative cooperation between periodontal disease and diabetes. They're partners in evil. Uh, if you have diabetes, you're more susceptible, you're more likely to have periodontal disease because it does affect the blood supply and you it does make you more susceptible and very often 
diabetics have worse periodontal disease. And if you have periodontal disease, it definitely makes, can make, and usually does make your diabetes worse. So one of the things that we do, and I've, I mentioned this before, is when we treat periodontal disease in diabetics, almost always, almost always their A1C, which is a measure of their sugar in a way, almost always their A1C comes down and the diabetes may not be cured, but tends to be easier to, to manage. It's, it, it, it tends to be less severe because you're getting this infection, which is not just an infection in the mouth. It causes an inflammatory response throughout the whole body and definitely affects your diabetes and, and your insulin. And if we can get rid of that infection, it's very helpful for, for diabetics and getting that under control as well as every other part of your body. So there's a strong relationship between diabetes and periodontal disease. If you've got periodontal disease, if you cure it, treat it, it's going to be, definitely benefit your diabetes. And I would think just to add on to that is that if ever, there are a lot of people who have chronic uh, diabetes that have been suffering for a number of years, I think they ought to put it on their agenda to see a periodontist just to get checked out anyway. I mean, whether they're recommended to go, whether they have bleeding gums or not, they have nothing to lose by making a, an appointment and just getting checked out. They really have nothing to lose. But before we run out of time, I want to come back to Dr. Katranji because just before the last break, we were talking about he, he was mentioning about there are people who rush to run in and have the one-day procedure, and then you wind up sometimes having to redo it, that you have to be really careful about not rushing to the first ad you see on TV. Let's talk about that, Dr. Katrina. Yeah, so, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's definitely in vogue to advertise that you can do these implants all in one day. And a lot of my patients will say, hey, you know, why can't we do it here? Why am I the one that I can't do it on? It's important to know that not everybody's a candidate for every procedure. And sometimes we do need to build bone up. We do need to go slowly. We need to cure the periodontal disease um, before we can do implants. And in some cases, you know, there might be an ad, and instead of doing, like, a comprehensive exam, um, we're just, you know, we'll, we'll, we're seeing cases where an implant is placed, you know, in the middle of a diseased patient, and that's never going to work. That's never going to be in the patient's benefit. Um, and in some cases, we'll, we'll see, you know, these all-on cases, these cases where the full arch or the full mouth is being removed, all these teeth are being removed, and in some cases, I look at the x-rays and these teeth could have been saved. Our, our primary goal is always to save your dentition, to save your teeth. But when we can't save the teeth, then we move forward with the implants. So there's a very systematic way that we progress on, on these cases. And when you do a lot of these cases, you, you tend to see some of the pitfalls and things that you need to avoid. So when you do answer the, when you do think about doing these cases, Make sure you ask questions about the surgeon. How many have you done? How often do you do these? What's your protocol? Make sure that you're informed. And I would also encourage multiple, you know, get a second opinion. I always encourage my patients, if there's any hesitation, get a second opinion, get a third opinion. Feel very comfortable because this can go wrong. And even if everything is done right, something can happen. And you want to be in, this, in, in a position or in an office that is comfortable dealing with complications. Um, they're very rare, but they can be, you know, pretty extensive. And I want to mention one other thing, not directly related to uh, 
implants. But uh, if you don't have bleeding gums, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't have periodontal disease. Some of the newer toothpastes are very effective in stopping bleeding, but they don't get down under the gum where the, the bacteria and the parasites are still there. I get patients referred to me all the time. I ask them if their gums are bleeding. Do they ever get bleeding? Sometimes, very frequently, they say, well, when I floss, yes. But sometimes they say no. But when I take a sample from down deep under the gum, there are parasites, there are bacteria, and they have lost bone. So although bleeding is a good sign, it isn't the only sign. It doesn't mean you don't have periodontal disease. You may have it. But the only way to really know is to take instruments and measure, see if there's bone loss. And then, not everybody, but I like to take a sample from down under deep in the pocket, if there is a deep pocket, and that's usually why they're in the office, and check that for parasites. Now, I know we're running out of time, and Anne-Marie says, I've got to shut up <laughs> I when I only have a minute to go. And there's that, a minute to go, so I guess I have to shut up. No. So I'll leave it to you. We were inviting you all to listen <laughs> to the next show. Dr. Nemeth is on regularly, so don't miss the shows. Unfortunately, we are out of time, and that wraps it up for the Dr. Joseph Nemeth and Dr. Mark Atrangi radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. Sponsored by the North American Society of Periodontists. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and again, I want to thank Drs. Nemeth and Katranji for talking to us this evening about taking charge of our health, being proactive, and avoiding the devastating results of undiagnostic, undiagnosed periodontic disease. Also, thank you to Olivia, our guest tonight, and to my co-host, Siobhan Cronin. To take a closer look at the practice, please go to YouTube and search Dr. Nemeth. You'll find a wealth of information, videos on the many treatment modalities now available to treat gum disease. To learn more about the practice, you can reach them directly at 248-357-3100. That's 248-357-3100. Or by visiting on the web at drnemeth.com. Again, that's drnemeth.com. We hope you enjoyed this special show and that you have become more informed about periodontal disease and its impact on the major diseases of our time. Thank you for listening and be well.